Welcome to the Counselor Connection Podcast. Whether you are a frequent friend to the show or a first-time guest, whether you are driving in your car on this sunny March 1st day or sitting at your office desk with a cup of coffee, I'm excited for you to be joining me. My name is Amanda Jager, and as a school counselor, one of the aspects I love the most about my work is supporting parents as they navigate the educational context for their children. The intent of this podcast is to provide parents with an easy-to-understand explanation of school processes so that you can confidently collaborate with school personnel to ensure access to supports for your child and help them reach their full academic, social, emotional, and behavioral potential. Isn't that the goal for any parent? For today's episode, we will focus our attention on explaining one of the many acronyms associated with school processes, the FBA, or Functional Behavioral Assessment. By the end of this episode, you will have an understanding of the FBA process, its application and planning for individual students, and your ever-important role as the parent in the process. School teams value your knowledge of your child, your participation in the process, and celebrating student outcomes with you. So let's get started. Schools have moved away from the use of punitive discipline alone to now include the implementation of positive behavioral supports to address student behavior. An FBA is the process that school-based teams use to determine the function of a student's problem behavior and the environmental factors that reinforce the behavior to occur. Teams may conduct a formal FBA related to special education services and changes in placement or informally based on school-wide or classroom data. Information on the student is collected to help the team determine why the behavior is occurring and what is allowing it to continue. Sounds simple, right? Well, for students, that can mean very different things. The student could have a skill deficit, want attention from peers or an adult, or want to avoid difficult tasks, just to name a few. Regardless, a student's problem behavior serves as a means of communicating, and as the adults in that child's life, we need to listen and respond through intervention and support. So how do we do that? That's right, folks, through the FBA process. School-based teams use data to inform their decisions about students who may be in need of additional supports to access their learning environment successfully. School teams typically include professionals that specialize in behavior such as behavior specialists, school psychologists, school counselors, and other school personnel familiar with the student such as administrators and teachers. that The team will also include you, the parent. The team will work to define the problem behavior in terms of observable and objective behaviors. Next, the team will gather indirect and direct information. Indirect information is collected through record review of school history. This includes academic, attendance, and discipline data. Additionally, information is gathered through interviews and questionnaires completed by staff familiar with the student. At times, student self-report measures will be used, and remember what I said earlier, that you play a vital role in this process? As the parent, you will also be asked to provide input by means of interviews, rating scales, and questionnaires to further inform the team's information gathering. Teams will also consider lifestyle variables that may be contributing to a student's functioning, such as safe living environments, access to medical care, and positive relationships, which as the parent only you can best report on. This provides the team with broad information regarding the history of the problem behavior and environmental factors that reinforce the behavior. Wow, that's a lot of information, but the team is still not done. The team will also conduct direct observations in the settings where the behavior is likely to occur. 
The team may also observe students in settings where the behavior does not occur to determine why it happens in one environment and not in the others. During observations, team members will look for that operationally defined behavior and record the occurrence or non-occurrence, the duration or intensity of the problem behavior on a recording chart. This provides the team with baseline data related to the targeted behavior. Observers may use an ABC chart to determine antecedents or stimuli that happen directly before the behavior and the consequences or conditions that maintain and reinforce the behavior. Antecedents may include instructional demand or presentation, psychosocial complaints, or social interactions, whereas consequences may include removal from the classroom, teacher or peer attention, and avoiding task completion. If there are no clear antecedents, a team may also consider setting events. This is stimuli that contribute to the behavior but are not immediate like antecedents, such as exhaustion or changes in a student's daily schedule. The specific data informs the team's understanding of what happens before and after the problem behavior. Are you starting to understand how meaningful this process can be just by gathering all that information? Knowing all of this information, the team will then develop a hypothesis statement that describes the function or why the behavior is occurring and the environmental factors that reinforce the behavior. The team may also consider testing the hypothesis by means of a functional analysis. This method helps the team to determine if the hypothesis is correct by modifying the environmental conditions or antecedents and consequences that maintain the behavior. Examples may include altering the instructional practices, offering an alternative preferred activity or choice, or implementing scheduled breaks to name a few. This informs the team's ability to develop a comprehensive positive behavioral support plan that includes specific function-based interventions to reduce the problem behavior increase desirable behavior, and improve the student's quality of life. This includes interventions that address antecedents and setting events, teach alternative replacement skills, and responses. With positive behavioral supports in mind, school teams can best serve students with problem behavior to maximize their learning and quality of life through the FBA process. Your role as a parent team member is unequivocally important, and I encourage you to use what you learned today in this episode as a resource to collaborate with school staff in the best interest of your child. I want to thank you for tuning in today and I invite you to listen to episode seven to learn more about how the FBA informs the development of positive behavioral support plans to support students.